I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I'm joined by the gorgeous Peter Rondier this week um, and I wanted to dive straight in with some questions from my Instagram and I was just telling Pete this but um, honestly you guys were so excited and like so am I so I love this enthusiasm. I've got so many that aren't questions so I'm just going to read a couple just to stroke your ego Pete because I feel like it's quite nice sometimes. Somebody says not a question but let him know I proposed to my wife at his Newcastle gig years ago. She said yes. That obviously. is brilliant. <laughs> It's so good. There's another one. Love that. Uh, no question. Just bloody love you. You seem like the nicest bloke. That's so nice. No questions. He's amazing, though. So loads of those I thought you should know, which is, I think, always nice to hear. Tell my mum she's got to stop putting different names to get online. She does it all the time. You can't handle your ma with our finsters, just writing in <laughs> loads of questions. Different names, different accounts. You know, when you block someone and you have to block other accounts they may create. <laughs> oh, no these are genuine fans. No, i appreciate that thank you very much <laughs> okay so i want to ask i think this one's kind of diving in a little bit at the deep end but it feels like really important and i know Go you've spoken it. it before first of all another one love pete um how thank do you me. deal with life's toughest tests in particular grief oh grief is you know what i i always say that there's two emotions that are unlocked at certain times of your life one is when a baby's born your child like you can't explain that feeling and the other one is when you lose someone close to you um i never was prepared for when i lost my brother and i i started grieving so when they told us there's nothing more we can do i started grieving from then because i knew what was coming and it took me i mean some people can handle it it took me months and months. I couldn't talk to anyone. I couldn't couldn't eat. I just was really in a dark, dark place. And I thought it, I'd fallen back into anxiety and depression. But actually what it was, was I was just mourning the loss of my brother. And I think it's important for people to realise that sometimes those emotions don't confuse them with being depressed and don't confuse them with being anxious because actually is a feeling that I understand now is one of the most natural things to go through, but it's it's tough. Grief is tough, but it does get better. I always said to people, it's like if you lost a body part and you could live life without it, say you lost one of your arms, you learn to live without it, but it'll just never be the same. That's you know it. what I mean? Yeah, mm. that is really fair. Um, yeah. I think it's a very like honest way of looking at it. Um, I'm really sorry. No, it was it was horrible. I now can see pictures of him and I can talk about him. But 
for a good two years, three years, I couldn't even have a photo of him in the house. Not, I couldn't even mention his name. And then, you know what, that you learn to deal with it. And, um, and then, then, then you just remember all the good things and then you're just like, it's great. You know, you do. We, um, and I, I think like what I've taken from what you've just said there is like, you absolutely just have to feel your feels sometimes. Like I think because it sitting in grief hurts, you know, yeah. it, we're in such a rush to feel better and to compartmentalize it that often we don't process it properly, but the best way through it is to deal with it. I think like, definitely. And not, and not have a go at yourself. Yeah, feeling it you are to gonna get through it and everyone says time heals and you think what a load of bollocks at the time you're thinking i hate it when people say that but you wouldn't believe it yeah it just does it just does you know just it just gets, does gets yeah. a little bit easier every day complete change of direction yeah. now this starts very lovely from dawn I fancy you now more than I did in the 90s. You're looking great. Huge compliment. Lovely to hear from Dawn. But she wants to know if you're planning on having any more children. Dawn, it's clear. Dawn's so cheeky. No, Dawn's great. It's clear to me that obviously as you get older, you lose your eyesight. So that makes perfect sense that you prefer me now. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, Children. (laughs) Do you know what's odd about that is I was like, I wouldn't, you know, when I get to 50, I'm done. And then I find myself having conversations with them going, yeah, you know, if we did have another child, where would we put Junior? And I, mean, I can't even believe we have those conversations. And that makes me think that. Maybe so you're not. Uh... I just don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like, so which room, you know, what would we do here? It's just weird that we even have those conversations. So I don't know. But I the door's was, not was... totally closed, clearly. Listen, us guys can wishful think all we like right it's going to be up to her you know but I need, yeah. I need to ask the boss really don't I <laughs> I think so listen you might it depends on how good of a time Junior's had in Ibiza you might be a grander mate <laughs> oh that was the other thing I told him as well have fun but just you know what I mean just but not too much <laughs> just take it easy uh, next question Did, right this one I feel like I need an answer to this as well it's been eating me alive for the last 20 years did we ever find out who the mysterious girl was? Was it written about someone in particular? Did you ever manage to get close to her? Well, obviously, because the song was called, did you know that the song was originally called Mystery Man? No. I know, I swear. So basically, I'd written the lyrics, of the verses and the pre-chorus, and then we got to the chorus and Ollie J, the guy that I was writing it with, said, I've got this idea of Mystery Man, which is like... When Shabba ranks, when the girl goes, Mr. Loverman, and then he goes, Shabba. Shabba. <laughs> the girl was supposed to sing, oh, 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 mystery man, I want to get close to you. Yeah. Because it actually sounds like a female chorus if you think about it. Yeah. And then the guy was supposed, I was supposed to answer back. And I was like, I'm from Australia. Me trying to rap, it's just not going to sound good. So why don't we flip it? And that's how it came about. Then what's really bizarre is I went to Thailand to film the video clip about 20 something years ago, more, more, more. And the girl that was in the video, she was a, a, a Thai model and she was half Thai and half Swiss. Oh, God, that's a really nice mixture of that lake, isn't it? And her name was Champagne. I know. And I'm not going to get rude here. Classy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we ended up being together for about a year and a half after that. So really, I dated the mysterious girl in the video. And then obviously there was no mystery. <laughs> <laughs> 
certainly not made. Oh, well. So, yeah, we were together for ages. And then it was only because she lived in Thailand and I lived in England that it just didn't, it just fizzled out. Oh, it happens though. And look, it all happens for a reason. You've got gorgeous yeah. family now, you're a lovely family. But uh, yeah, that's, I feel like you've just, uh, I've never heard that story. Before. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever said it, to be honest. We have an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Woo! <laughs> I have one more question, which actually I'm kind of desperate to know the answer to as well. So that's why I'm putting it forward. Um, how do you stay looking so young? Is it just good diet and exercise? Is it good genes? Have you had any help? Right. So I got my nose done when I was 26, 27, so uh -huh. about 25 years ago. Yeah because I had this massive lump and all from the kids of what they called me in Australia, I was like, I had to get rid of it because it played on my mind. A bit, self, was, a bit insecure, yeah. But that was the best thing I ever did because then I never needed to do anything else because I felt so confident that I didn't have to watch, you know, people taking pictures. Um, and I've had a bit of, you know, a bit of Botox here and there. I haven't done Botox for two years now. Look, you can see all the, I don't know if you can see, but I've got all these. Look, I'll show you. Hold on. They're looking good, Pete. Sorry, I'm sorry. Just seeing a very handsome man. But anyway, I've got, I've got, I haven't done it for about two years. And the only reason, so I never did fillers or anything like that. Yeah. The only reason I haven't done any more Botox is because I thought I want to see how it plays out. Yeah. I just want to see how it plays out. So I'm, I'm giving it, giving it another few months, seeing if I need, you know, what's going to, because it's only when you're on TV. Yeah. That HD camera, that's the only time. If people see you in real life, it's fine. I always get compliments when people say it's in real life. They're always like, oh, my God, you're actually so small in real life. You're actually this. And I think I almost look like a fucking massive, great big fat ogre on the telly because <laughs> I always looked like this. So I feel like, yeah, the TV definitely doesn't do me any favours. It does, although you can just say to them, look, I can send an engineer. There's something wrong with your TV. It's always <laughs> the best answer to give. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for answering all of them. So honestly, Pete, um, I wanted to ask you, because I feel like it's what we're here for, all about your brand new book, which I'm so Yes. Thank you so much for my copy. Um, it's very smart. It's like quite a nice coffee table book, isn't it? So look, this is about getting people off fad diets. So I I just want to brief you as into why we did this, right? Yeah, so it's me it? and a guy called Ben Smith, and I'm going to show you a picture of Ben Smith. I've seen him. It's so impressive, isn't it? His transformation. His transformation's unreal, right? Yeah. Here he is. This is what he was. Yeah. And that's what he became, right? Yeah. So when I was in my 20s, I was ripped, ripped, ripped. Yeah. Now we'll, all these... We'll all remember, babe. Don't worry. Mate, I was ripped. And, you know, I watched everything I ate. I wouldn't have fat. I wouldn't have this. I wouldn't have that. 
no no oils no nothing and i was sick all the time because i had no hardly no body fat i was running on adrenaline constantly i was partying i was you know doing my work and then partying through the night literally i was constantly sick then i got to my 30s and that was when i had junior and princess and i remember i just rebelled against it takeaways every night doing everything yeah. everything the opposite right so well, it wasn't just live a life of restriction for too long because you do like you get you go into binging because your body's like in starvation mode right yeah and 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 the thing was there's nothing wrong with takeaways i still have them now but the difference was then was i was having takeaway for breakfast for lunch for dinner it was t- like constantly constantly no training rebelled against it put on three stone for the only first time in my life i'd put on three stone and i bet and that extreme didn't make you feel great either i felt the terrible yeah because i was i remember i was in barbados i went into the sea there was no one around i was went into the sea um and i came out and there must have been a photographer in the trees somewhere barbados is terrible for that isn't it the mate he oh. got me bad because i was breathing out because i'd be the yeah. waves were, it was a shocker and i remember them going Andre Piles on the pounds and and it got sent to Australia and it was the first time anyone in Australia had seen me since the mysterious girl days and I was like okay so then I started doing all the restrictive diets again going back to what you knew you know yeah Yeah. but no but this time it was more extreme because it was like Mm. Atkins diet where it was not carbs no carbs which was ridiculous because I've had carbs when I was ripped. I used to eat carbs all the time. So it was a ridiculous notion. But I I went to the no carbs, then I did the no fat, then I did the no this, then I did the no that, then I went vegan. I I tried that actually a lot later because it wasn't really known as vegan, but it was extreme vegetarianism as we used to call it. Yeah. Right. And then I found that that there's just I started I got to my 40s and I was like there has got to be a better way. So then I started, I woke up one day, didn't have breakfast, started realizing I wasn't hungry at breakfast. And now they call it intermittent fasting, but there was no, there was no title to it. It was just what we did. Right. And that started making me think, oh, okay, well, I'm only going to eat when I'm hungry, but when I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to not, if I want a burger, I'm going to be no carbs. Yeah. Yeah. If I want, burger if I want chips if I want pancakes if I want a donut if I don't I won't blah 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 and over a very very short period of time I started having this balance of like yeah when I did eat I ate some good and some what they called not so good and I started just coming right down that's why my whole 40s I've been the same and then I met Ben and Ben had lost 11 stone the first time 11 stone by doing a traditional diet starved himself hated it was miserable and then he ended up putting it all back on and ballooning because you do yeah then he thought there's got to be another way started doing the same thing as me mm-hmm. he wasn't intermittent fasting he just decided to just balance it and think well surely if i eat this and that and only eat when i'm kind of hungry but when i'm hungry i'll eat yeah you know not like oh i'm only going to eat that much forget that that's boring yeah. And then I came across him and he was working on this beta app. And I said, mate, we've got to tell people about this. We've got to show people what we do. And so we got together, we made the app. He's lost 11 stone that second time and has maintained it now for five years. I've maintained it for 10. So I thought, so, well, I thought, 
this is a this is a way of saying forget the fad diets if you there is a small percentage of people that can do it a fad diet and they can last but most people say yo-yo yeah so we're, we're catering for them we're just going guys listen there's recipes if you want them but it's not about the recipes this is about when you read that first half of the book you're going oh my god that's me that's yeah. me that's me that's so how i felt yeah yeah. And look at you, you look great. So you've probably figured out, you've probably figured out a way, which is probably very similar to this, of you know what works. Yeah. It takes time to master it. For those who want recipes, it's in there, but it's not a recipe book. It's just got recipes in there. It's more about teaching like the principles that you've found that have allowed you to live in a really balanced and healthy and happy way. Yeah. Like I, everything you said, Peter, really resonated with me. Like I was obviously living life like I did in my early 20s on Geordie Shore and stuff was a lot to excess it was drinking all the time it was non-stop Jaeger bombs and then of course the things that you need to eat to recover from things like that like kebabs and carby starchy things all the time and I just ballooned um, and I felt really unhealthy and really uncomfortable and not confident in my own skin and then I got I did my fitness DVD, didn't I? And that was completely based like on exercise, like weaponizing exercise. Yeah. Yes. But also like real restriction. Um, and that wasn't healthy either. Like, yes, I was really skinny, but I wasn't really happy. Um, and it took me to be in like in me sort of 30s to work out that if neither extreme brought us happiness, like it must lie somewhere in the middle. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what this book is. It's right in the middle. Yes. It's saying it's a sweet spot. It's a sweet spot. And when you when you click into food freedom, when you finally get that food freedom of thinking, I don't actually care. I'll just if we're going out for dinner tonight, I'm eating. I don't care. I don't want to think about yeah. if we're if I'm having, you know, tonight I'm cooking a big curry for everyone. I'm throwing everything in. Everything. I'm even throwing in it looks like I'm swimming. Swimming. Um, I would say it's like a, a butterfly, is it? Or a butter chicken. That's what I'm doing. I knew it had something to do with butter. But yeah, like. I don't care. And the thing is, the minute you get to that realization that actually food is life, man, we yeah. we have so many restrictions in the world. Don't make food one of them. Then you just start to find that balance. But but you, but this psychologically, this book is brilliant because everybody's body fluctuates. So we don't do the daily calorie counting thing. We give people a month target, weekly targets much better. Yeah. No, I think it's all all great. And also I love that you're sort of taking the in terms of psychology, again, you're taking the like negative like connotations out of food. You're taking the yeah. guilt away from certain foods. And I think that's really important because no food like I often hear yeah, people say like personal trainers, no food's good and no food's bad. So it's like everything sort of in moderation. Yeah. But once you understand that, you can start to enjoy everything and properly like make sensible decisions, you know? So someone said to me, well, you're like that because you exercise. I said, I exercise, but Ben doesn't exercise. Yeah. And Ben's lost 11 stone. So it's not, this is not like you have to exercise. I encourage people to exercise because it makes you feel freaking fantastic. And the byproduct of exercising, sorry, the byproduct of feeling good is you end up looking good. But the main thing is you feel good. But when you can eat what you want, you're like, my life's made. And you go to Dubai, you go to those places and you want to eat and you want to, I see people going in there, they look so ripped and I'm like, yeah, but are you, sh are you thinking I really want that burger? Are you having a nice time? <laughs> Have that burger. <laughs> Oh, I think like it's really it's obviously amazing Pete and I love the book I was drooling over your pokeball recipe there and um, 
it's really interesting to me that you've sort of gone through all of this and come outside, found a happy medium and everything in a time where I think the world is more obsessed than mm. ever with how we look physically. And like, whether you agree with that or not, it's, it's fine. But I think it's an awful lot to do with social media and yeah. the, the perfect image that we're constantly bombarded with across there. Do you ever feel the pressures of social media? Are you worried about your kids feeling the pressures of those tiny little squares? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting point because actually in the 90s, I remember when we were doing calendars and when yeah. Cindy Crawford and Elle McPherson were doing photo shoots, they were always kind of touched up. Everything was always touched up, but it was in that sort of entertainment world. But now because everyone can be part of the world, everyone's doing it. So I think it's a natural feeling to want to make yourself look better. But I always think it's good to make yourself however you feel, but you can't do it too far because then when people see you in real life, you want yeah. them to go, oh, my God, you look great in real life. You don't want them to go, oh, my God. Yeah, there's <laughs> you... a lot of catfishing going on these days, isn't there? Yeah, but you know what? I can't blame people for wanting to do that. You know, they don't. Why would you, when we did calendars back in the day, even though I was ripped, they were always touched up. I mean, that's just the way yeah. it was. You know, you strived for this perfection. But let me tell you, as you get older, fine when you're in your 20s and that, when you get older, it's not about looking good. It's a byproduct of feeling good. Feeling good is your number one priority. And if you've got it right here mentally and you do exercise because it makes you feel good, the byproduct is you're going to look good too. Oh, amazing advice, Pete. And I feel like your children are in very safe hands if you're teaching them that mentality as well. Before I let you go, here yeah. at Fitty Patterson, the secret too, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. And I feel like listening to you talk about your children, like it's obvious you're super passionate about being a dad, you're raising them right. And I kind of wanted to know what your secret is to being a good dad. Thank you. I reckon it's taking... Whatever your parents taught you, take the best part of those yeah. and adapt to what you didn't, you felt didn't work for you. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't talk to my mum and dad about lots of things. I want my kids to be able to talk to me about lots of things. You know, I wasn't allowed to do this. I wasn't allowed to do that. I don't want my kids to feel restricted like that. But the other things, politeness, being respectful, and Junior cracks me up. He goes to me, yeah, but were you always respectful? Were you always good? And I'm like, no, I was an idiot. And my point is, I don't want you to be that idiot. Learn from so That's what I'm trying mistakes. to tell you. I'm trying to tell you I've made those mistakes, obviously. So so take the bits from your dad and your mum that, that are good, that you know are, did the yeah. best for you. And then the other bits, just, you know, I mean, every, we we, our kids now is like, you can't, you can't ignore them and not listen to them. Listen to them because they, they'll they tell you some, they'll tell you once they open up to you and they know they can, they're less likely to get themselves in all sorts of trouble. You know? That's it. You know, I think if you create a space where they feel really safe to come to you with things like, yeah. it's sort of part of the battle. Like I remember I didn't grow up in a very open house. Like we were, and it's weird because I'm literally such an open book now and yeah, my mom's relationship's yeah. great. But back in the day, yes, I was quite secretive about a lot of stuff. And I feel like I want a bit of a more open relationship with my children. Definitely. I want to know the ins and outs of everything. I'm a fucking nosy cow is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? I'm nosy too. I'm like, I want to know, but then there's certain things I do not want to know. Do you know how many times Princess comes to me and I'm like, this oh, might be a subject for Emily because 
Emily's a doctor. So when they come to me with certain things, I'm like, oh. No, I can't. You're so like a can we? I can't. I can't. I just don't want to. But then I don't want to be a rude dad. But I'm like, Emily, I've just got to go upstairs, right? I've got to get. I've got to get that thing. So I'm so sorry. I'm on a Zoom. Can you just deal with this? Yes. The the old Zoom trick, is it? Zoom trick. Andre, I say right through you. I say hi to Erkan for me though, because he sounds like a top bloke. And um, yeah, and remember, mashallah. Uh, mashallah thank you for reminding me i wouldn't have well say hello to emily all the kids and obviously my lovely claire thank you so much for coming on baby your dream as always and your book is available now to buy right yes 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 and yesterday for pre-orders it was a number one bestseller across all books i was so happy something to be proud of babe (laughs) Uh, now honestly vicky i love you you know that and i think you're awesome i think you're a really you i will never forget that combo we had about Instagram it just really made me think you know what you're right you've got balls you're 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 you really just like say it how it is and I love that about you I've always loved that and I'm slightly jealous that I I can to a point but that I just shy off a bit but at least I'm honest about that yeah and I feel like that's always been one of your best qualities Pete you're exactly who you are you're honest you're real and it's so endearing like you haven't had this many years in the industry with this many fans because you're doing something wrong you're amazing and I love you thank you my love love you too my pleasure well guys that was the one and only the legend the mysterious girl hunter himself it's Peter Andre um I absolutely love that man you know when you talk to somebody and you just think you can see why you've been successful for so long because you're genuinely so kind. And like you want good things to happen to good people, don't you? So Peter Andre, I'm going to continue to full name him. Um, Peter Andre is one of those people. He's just an all-round really great egg. Um, I can't believe he's 50. That blew my mind. I don't think I gave that quite the reaction, the gravity it deserved because he is still a wicked bit of kit. Yeah, like I'm not the only one who thinks that, am I? bit inappropriate anyway moving on if you're loving listening to vicky patterson the secret too please do all of the podcasty things tell your mates leave a review and most importantly tell someone who you think might enjoy it we're always looking to grow our little community have the very best week guys you deserve it and don't forget pete's book is out now Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.